You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just gotta turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey, this is Tom Gray from This Stuff Matters. Thanks for tuning in to the This Stuff Matters podcast. We'd love to have you follow us on social media. Just search at This Stuff Matters. You can check us out on the website, thisstuffmatters.net. You can subscribe to our email newsletter there, and you can reach me there via phone or email through the website. Thank you so much. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on what time you're listening to. Welcome back to This Stuff Matters, the podcast. I am John Radcliffe, along with your host, Tom Gray. Tom, hello. And hey, John. How are you? Uh, doing fantastic. Fired up for this new episode with you today. We are back again. We hope you guys have been enjoying the previous episodes that you've liked, subscribed, and told a friend. And now you're following. And now we, here we are again. And today, you know, we're, we're going to talk about something, Tom, that I've always, I have a 10-year-old son now. Um, I've preached this to him time and time again. And it is being a man of integrity for him growing up. Being a man of integrity. And the way I've always framed it for him is, you know, the definition of integrity is doing the right thing, even when no one's watching, mm. because it's easy when mom and dad are gone or, you know, and particularly now where we're in this digital age where kids get on computers. I was like, I want you to think as if I am sitting right there in the room with you. Whatever you say, whatever you do, you're going to do it as if I'm sitting in here. And, you know, that's something even as adults. That, that it's easy to get behind the wheel of the car, do 90 miles an hour at 55 and say, eh, no cops watching. Right. But, you know, we know how important it is to be men of integrity. That's right. Yeah. And especially, John, in the in the days we all are feeling, you know, and knowing we're a part of where the world is struggling. And it's just it's it's always been easier not to live committed to integrity. But, man, it's super easy now. I mean, oh, it's yeah. just, you know, from so many things that you will stand out if you step up and say, I want to be a man of integrity. You'll be an abnormal, you know, thing, <laughs> kind of a, a freak of nature in a sense. And yet there's no more significant and important time than in the struggling times for people of integrity to uh, to come forward to model that kind of uh, faithfulness and trustworthiness, all those things that, that we put together with when we think of and understand what integrity means in its deeper context. And, man, our world needs that because at, at, at its heart, you know, people, you know, it's, it's real easy to get cynical and get skeptical and just to start looking inward and just live for me, just live for the moment and, and not care if I'm faking it the whole time or if I'm trying to pull one over on people or if I'm just you know, pretending. And so, or if I'm only doing right when people are, are looking, exactly like, like you said, and, and you're teaching your son and we need to teach ourselves and, and influence others. Um, and that, that's the easy way to go. And that's the way most people go, you know, or extend that same dynamic to only doing right when people are looking. Well, then what that really means is there's, there's stuff going on in our, in each of us. And then of course there's stuff going on in our culture. This is what's defining the world where I'm only going to do right when I'm pretty sure I won't get caught, you know, doing the wrong thing. And that's a great question maybe to ask ourselves, you know, and, and think about it. It's a, it's a devilish question to say, you know, what would you do if you knew you wouldn't get caught? Oh yeah. 
And, man, people will think of all kinds of awful things. Well, we want to flip the script. And if we're going to lead ourselves and our families and our culture in the direction we need it to go and want it to go, we've got to stop thinking that way, stop operating that way out of that, in essence, kind of twisted approach where, man, I'm going to just push limits and edges to what I can get away with. You know, what, what could I do that might bring me pleasure or bring me profit or bring me I don't know what, uh, as long as I don't get caught. So then my whole mindset is I'm, I'm only, I'm only going to do, quote, unquote, what's right if I'm pretty sure I won't get caught. Boy, there's a whole other motivation we need to tap into and, uh, and, and, uh, and pursue. Our world's in desperate need of that. I mean, imagine a whole world where everybody only did the right thing when they're pretty sure they weren't going to get caught doing the wrong thing. What a terrible world, right? And yet we, we're kind of almost kind of banking in that direction these days. So it's time to call ourselves out and others out to live a life of integrity. I actually heard a, um, a speaker, and, I, and his name slips me, but I love the phrase that he once used. He said, you know, we're at a point, he said, where you have people doing the wrong things so much that it's almost being rebellious to do the right things. And he, he said, if you think about it, he said, if you go and you look around, he said, and you don't have to go far. You can go on social media and you can look at just a million and one different things on there. He said, now be a rebel and do the opposite. He said, and he called, and that was his call of action was, I want you to be a rebel and do the, and don't do what the world's doing right now, but do the opposite. And that's what we're talking about here is being that rebel to, to you know, we uh, you and I we were talking about a story where, you know, we had that horrible storm that came through Kentucky yes. a few days ago. And, uh, you know, our prayers and condolences to the families lost out there. But there was a uh, prisoner on work detail. Yes. It was on a work release at a candle factory of all places. Mm-hmm. The storm came through, destroyed the building. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he was injured. He was taken to the hospital. But while he was in the hospital, and I'm shortening the story a little bit, he, he saw a, uh, a cop pass away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this was a prime time for him. There's no guards. You're talking about an entire city is destroyed. So the police yep. are not thinking they got about other the, stuff they're looking at. <laughs> they're, he's the last thing on right. his mind. And he turns himself back in. Yeah, they, they released him, right? I mean, yeah. he was set. He was free to go. He was free to go. Yeah. And, you know, he he was a rebel because, I mean, mm. I think if you go to any prison across America, across the world and ask, you're free. There's not a <laughs> cop looking at you right now. Out of 100, all 100 will say, I'm out of here. I don't yes. care if they got one day or 100 days left. Yes. And that's the part that, you know, you got to start looking at the things of, if I find that money that's sitting on the ground, yep. I'm going to go turn it back in. I'm going to turn it in because, you know, I don't know if that $100 is going to help a lady put food on her table, pay her light bill. I'm going to do the rebellious thing of what the world is doing. I love that, John. And that's the heart of what I'm hoping will happen as a result of your and my effort through this podcast is we want to lead a rebellion. Yes. <laughs> we, we call it a rebellion, call it a revolution, because, and, and it's unfortunate that this is the condition of the world, but you will be revolutionary. You'll, 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 you're different, you know, uh, if you have this kind of uh, all-out commitment to live with integrity. I mean, I've even heard, you know, the sports world, you know, uh, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Exactly. <laughs> what about it? Okay, all right. We we you know, we love the commitment to winning. Uh, we love uh, the commitment to 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 triumph and victory. But that's part of the vision that you and I want to cast today, John. Is we want to give people a vision for a higher victory. Yes. A victory that is integrity. Uh, a reward. A, a a way of operating that has longer term. Um, kinds of um, 
celebrations and not just the warm not fuzzies. the right now moment, but the yes. long term moments. It's those moments of, you know, when you think about it in sports. And I'll liken it to baseball, and I won't call out any names, but we know those baseball players that they kind of took some shortcuts. Right. And it's a debate whether or not they belong in the Hall of Fame. Right. But then you take a guy like Derek Jeter, Hmm. who played the game the right way, who did all the right things, and had no question outside of one voter who didn't want to to make it (laughs) unanimous that he goes in. He's a Hall of Famer, and there's no one that can question that. Right, right. That's the life that we want to live that – when someone sees John Radcliffe, they could say, good man right there. Yes. There's no question about that. Yes. The, when there's Tom. Tom. That was a good man right there. Mm. And let me tell you about some of the good things. And it becomes infectious. Mm. It becomes something yes. that you start to see other people gravitate to. Yes. That's what we want, John. And so, and, and it's this, this uh, cost-benefit analysis maybe or this uh, some form of evaluation that we all need to just enter into consciously and intentionally where we, we recognize, you know what, maybe, maybe I could gain some victories by cheating or having no integrity or, you know, whatever, you know, doing things when nobody's looking, doing things trying not to get caught. I, I could do that kind of a stuff. But those victories, whatever I might gain, it doesn't compare to the longer-term gain of the life you just described. And we want to get this vision of, you know, uh, those that might gather around at our funeral or those that would gather around at a retirement party or Hall of Fame induction (laughs) or whatever, you know. And they'll say, you know what, no, 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 let me tell you about this guy. And so it wasn't just a one-and-done season or it wasn't just a uh, one notable victory. You know, they they call about the 15 minutes of fame or whatever, that kind of thing. We weren't the one-hit wonders because we cheated and had a – little shining moment that we even knew in our heart was fraudulent, you know, um, somehow. Uh, boy, what a, what a terrible definition of victory compared to the definitions of victory that are available for someone of integrity. And so we want to be that. And, you, and also reminding people, Tom, and, you know, it's never too late to start that. Yes. Where, yes. you know, there's easy to look around and, well, like we talked about, the inmate. Yes. You know, this gentleman, he, he was an adult. He was a grown man. Yeah. It wasn't too late to turn around whether you are 14, 44, That's 74, right. That's right. 84. It's not too late to turn around and, and see that gravitational change, that rebellion start within you to start to show integrity. That's right. That's right. And that's what I hope we one of the ways I hope we will serve people powerfully, John, is we want to help people make the most of what matters most is this notion, and to me it's a truth, uh, that a lot of us have a hard time really embracing, and that is, you know what, you can change. And you, the whole the old saying, can't teach old dog new tricks, that's just a lie and an excuse, not true. We can, we can all start today. And we can all, um, you know, one of the things about that's so powerful to me that I've discovered in, in my relationship with the Lord is that God is the God of these endless second chances. Yes. You know, and there's a Bible verse that says that his mercies are new every morning. And so uh, whether it's a brand new commitment or it's a recommitment, because I at one point in my life in the past, I I, kind of caught the vision and I wanted to make a commitment to integrity. But then I fell off a little bit or then I failed again. Well, you know what? It's uh, it's never uh, it's never not the right time to pick that commitment back up again. And yes, it's for you. Yes, it's for me. We can pursue this. We can, especially with God's help. 
we can make that commitment to, you know, whatever, however you want to describe it, turn over a new leaf, you know, set a new course, begin a new direction, make a commitment to this integrity because it's powerful. It's one of the things that matters most and that our world needs most. Oh, completely. And, and when you have individuals and particularly with, with the power that you see, you know, I keep mentioning social media mm. where uh, if you're, you've been a longtime listener, thank you for listening, continue to listen and subscribe. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Yes. You know, you see so many different things that he does in terms of him as a father, right. him as an actor, right. the integrity that he portrays and, and go and read stories about him. You'll see the integrity that he portrays, the type of man that he wants to portray. And it's not just something that is going to be pulling towards my son or your son mm -hmm. or your daughter or my. No, it's going to be pulling towards that next guy that's next to you that says, you know what, I'm looking at this guy. Yes. And it's something that radiates from him. It's right. a glow to him. Yes. It, it's, you know, I'm going to take it to the old song, this little light of mine is mm -hmm. shining. Yes. And that's what we want to do with this podcast is let that light that's inside of you with integrity shine the way you want it to shine. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, I, the, the power of integrity is is amazing. Uh, it it lets us go to bed at night and sleep well. Yes, you know, we we can have a clean conscience. And one definition of integrity a guy taught me years ago was he said, uh, "So there's this there's this image people have a, of you when they think of you. So that's the public, whatever the public understanding of who you are. There's this image people have, but then there's the real you. You know, and, and there's usually a gap between the image the world has of you and the real you. He said the integrity." is trying to make that gap as small as possible. Yes. So in essence, uh, the, like who you, who you see is who you get, you know, and, and, and when you know people, and you and I, we could tell stories, I'm sure, all day about the people that have impacted us the most, I would guess unanimously they're people that have been of, you know, people of integrity. You, you, what you see is what you get. They're, there's a Bible verse that says, let your yes be yes and your no, no. I mean, you know, if they said something you knew it matched who they were. It wasn't, they weren't faking you. They weren't lying to you. They weren't, you know, posing or posturing or, you know, just kind of, uh, there's nothing artificial. It was just coming from a genuine place. You know, who, who you perceived them to be and who they were was pretty closely aligned. And, that, and that's, that's how we want to be. So I think of Dwayne Johnson. I mean, just think how devastating it would be to so many people if all of a sudden something came out about him that was, you know, oh, Oh, he's been a fraud all these yes. years, all that stuff. And we've all unfortunately encountered people like that, right? That we thought one thing of them, and then something was revealed, and it turned out not to be true. I mean, that that's been a real boy, boy. That's been devastating to a lot of people. You know, of course, in my world, it's, pastors. I mean, how many how many people's lives oh have been messed up by <laughs> pastors? You know, that that hadn't didn't have any integrity. And even you know, you something you said back there that was key. People of high integrity, people will follow them. Because the concern you don't have is, I'm following this person that's a fraud. Right. You know, you, you think about sending your kid to, to college with when they're being recruited by these football coaches. Yes. You want your kid to go and play with a coach that's of high integrity. I don't care what the sport is. Right. Because, you know, you think of Coach Mark Richt, former mm. UGA uh, uh, head football coach, Miami football coach, man of high integrity. Yeah. Great man. I've gotten a chance to speak, to, speak to him several times. Mm. You want to send your kid to play for him yes. because outside of just what he's going to teach them on the football field, he's going to teach them to be good men. And I say good men, but, you know, you think about this. We can go across the sports landscape well, in a wide array, whether men or women, yeah. and you can think about it. But you think about him and you think, I want my son there because right. I know not only is he going to get a good education, yeah. 
but he's also going to go to someone that me as a parent, yeah. I know I my son, I'm okay with sending him to him because that's a man of integrity too. Yes, absolutely. And that's who we want to be, John. And that's because that's the where the rebellion takes gets legs, you know? That's where the revolution <laughs> exactly. uh, starts to advance because you're right. Uh, in, people of integrity influence. I've got a quote from uh, former President Dwight, uh, Dwight Eisenhower. He said, the supreme quality of leadership is unquestionably yeah. integrity. And so from his perspective, not only former chief executive of the nation, but also general in World War II. I mean, boy, oh boy, you know, you, you, the, the role of integrity in, in influencing others, uh, leadership. Uh, and of course, we need some people to step up in our world these days. Well, we need some people to be rebellious enough to be committed to, to being people of integrity. And look to try and make that change, to make the change in the right way, you know. Right. I, I think we might have found a phrase. I, I'm going to have to find out who we took it, who we're taking it from, of <laughs> starting the rebellion. Yes. That people understand that, you know, in doing this, you're going to go against the grain of right. what a lot of people would expect the world to be. Right. But you also got to understand in doing this, you're going to start the change. You're going to start the rebellion of making this world a better place for yeah. a lot of people. Yes, John. And, and you know— it, and that points to some of the challenges with making a commitment to pursue integrity is it means a lot of things that you have to be committed to. I mean, like, for example, those coaches you, you mentioned, I, you're exactly right, coaches that parents are, you know, they like sending their kids to go play for that coach. Um, one of the things that's true of them, I, I don't know, if they, Nick Saban or whomever, over time they have to have a reputation of, their word is reliable. They are honest. They are truth tellers. They are, they're not going to lie to you. I mean, you couldn't keep going for that length of time if you built a reputation on lying to recruits. Correct. And, and so, but what part of that means is you got to tell truth even when truth isn't convenient. Pretty. Or pretty. Because, <laughs> you know, people will look around and they always want to paint, paint this pretty picture. Right. But unfortunately, as a coach— as a leader, yeah. you're not always going to paint the pretty picture yeah. that everybody wants to hear. That's right. And I tell you, I played for two different coaches in college, and the one I liked the most uh, and had the strongest affection for and would, ha would have you know, followed more passionately was the one who actually said some harder things for <laughs> me to hear. But... You know, I knew I had complete confidence. This guy's going to tell the truth, not just what he thinks I might want to hear in the moment, because that will go over easier in a meeting with me or something like that. You know, and the beauty of that is the one thing that you always knew about that coach. He was the same on Monday that he was on Wednesday, right? That he was on Friday. Right. There was never just that yep. delineation of he was so much different. And that's a, that's the key that you keep talking about as well is you're the same guy. Yeah. You're the exact same person filling in that gap of this is who I am yeah. and I'm going to be this person. And everyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be the you know, that's going to be the theme that you're going to notice about this podcast is, as we say, we're going to start this revolution as we're going to start yes. this rebellion. Yes. That you're going to be the same person that people are going to look at and say, you know what? I might not it might not be the prettiest picture, mm -hmm. but it's the picture I need to see. And it's the picture that's changing the world. That's right. And to that end, John, it, 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 what you just said speaks to how in order to really live out a life of integrity or a commitment to a life of integrity, we've got to have a bigger vision of what our life is really all about, 
what really does matter? I mean, because even like the story of the guy finding all the money in the bathroom yes. at the church. I mean, if if all your if your vision is just so short term and so limited that it's only all about pleasure in the moment or personal gain for the here and the now, uh, then you know you don't you don't hand that money over. <laughs> you, you pocket it and <laughs> try to sneak out. But um, but the same thing here. I mean, how how can you speak truth when truth isn't popular or pleasing or pretty? Well, you have to have a vision for something longer term and and bigger than yourself and. Um, and how can you do the right thing when nobody's looking if there's no perceived immediate benefit? Nobody's going to give you some big payoff in the moment. Well, you have to have a vision for something beyond the moment, something bigger than the pleasure right right now. You know, and the same thing, um, even as it relates to your, a commitment in marriage and a commitment to family. I mean, how many guys have lost that vision for what you know what's available? In the long term, by sticking to the vows they promised back on wedding day and being men of integrity to those vows, being men who of their word, I said I'm committed to you. Well, now that gets difficult, right, sometimes along the way, but but being committed to, to making that happen instead of, hey, nobody's looking. I don't think anybody will catch me. you know. And then, and then they spend the next 20 or 30 years having to try to pick up the pieces of their kids' broken hearts, uh, and whatever the other other uh, damaging things are, they just they lost the vision. And so, living integrity requires that bigger, longer term vision for real victory, deeper meaning. You know, those 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 are the things that matter most. You know, not just the pleasure of the moment, or what's pleasing in the moment, or what's easy in the moment, or what's even culturally acceptable in the moment. And so, it, it's hard, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. a struggle, and it's a struggle that you would go through every day, but. Once it goes from being a struggle, it becomes to be a practicality of life. Mm. It, it, it's kind of that scenario of, you know, when you when you you decide to go vegan. Yeah. At first, it's the struggle. I want a steak. <laughs> yeah. I want a burger. <laughs> but then it becomes that point of, you know what? This is my everyday walk. This is my everyday routine. It's it's those moments that you get to that point, and it's not even something you think about. It's breathing. Yes. It's just that second nature to walk by and do the right things, to be kind to someone, to add a little bit of, uh, to, like I said, let that light of you Mm. shine through. Mm. And when you start to feel that glow grow inside of you a little bit more, that's the feeling. And that's when you're going to start, you know, what we talk about on this podcast all the time is that ripple effect, that it starts to grow out more and more and more, and and it becomes contagious. And that's what we want. That's what we want to do is that we want you to understand that everything that we're going to talk about here on this podcast, it's to grow that ripple effect. Right. It's to continue making difference makers that are going to be out there. And we want you to know how important that you are to this podcast because this stuff matters to you guys and you guys matter to us. Yes, absolutely. Tom, thank you so much. You yes, know, sir. I always enjoy doing this with you. I'm looking forward to the next one. Yes. You guys tell your friends wherever you get your podcast, like, subscribe, follow, tell two people about it. I know last time it was one. Now tell two people yeah, about man. it. We need, we need a big revolution. It's time. Rebellion. It's time for the rebellion to start. That's and right. I want people to know that this stuff matters. Tom, until next time. All right. Thanks, John.
coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.